You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. I cannot wait to speak with Francesca Rudkin, our film reviewer today, because she's been to the two biggest films of the uh, northern summer, the southern winter, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Francesca's with us this morning. Kia ora. Hey, um, yeah, there, there's been so much hype about these about these two films, two epic, extremely expensive productions. So I'm really looking forward to getting your take. Let's start off with a little bit of a listen to Barbie. Can I come to your house today? Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by. So cool. You can so this is, of course, directed by Greta Gerwig, and it has to try and walk a very delicate line, doesn't it, in, in acknowledging some of the problematic elements of Barbie, but also celebrating that nostalgia. Tell us about Barbie. Okay, it's just bonkers. That's really all you need to know. It's absolutely <laughs> bonkers. Greta Gerwig said it's going to have to be bananas. If we're going to pull this off, it's got to be bananas, and it is. It is crazy. It is pink. It is plastic. It is funny. It is a feminist fable. It tackles a lot of issues in many different ways, and we sort of touched on that before. When you have a social commentary, there's people who are going to love it or hate it or take offence to this or that, and there is a fine line, but I think at the end of the day, we've all got to remember this is also a piece of entertainment, and you can take or leave it and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. It's celebratory it's satirical, it's funny, it's weirdly meaningful. Um, it's filled with overacting and then other times subtleties. It's filled with humour but also heart. Um, it's, it's got funny inside Hollywood jokes, it's got Barbie jokes, it's got song and dance routines. So it's got a little bit of everything. It really is quite nutty. Margot Robbie, I think, drives this film. She is the heart of this film but I think the star of this film might just be Ryan Gosling who really steps up and kind of, yeah. I, I think, probably gets out of his comfort zone in, in becoming Ken. Um, and you know, I think I think they've done a really good job. I love Greta Gerwig. I've, I really enjoyed Lady Bird and I enjoyed uh, Little Women and I love her when she was uh, starred in the film Frances Ha, which she did with her partner who she's also co-written this film with. Um, so I, I think she's done a, a really, I think she's tackled this very well and I think the cast which is incredible obviously had a lot of faith in her because they've jumped on board and gone for the ride and they've all yeah. I think they've all pulled it off and I'm, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving the commentary around it oh it's so good see it sounds like they've quite brilliantly threaded the needle here I was talking to dad about it the other day and I was like oh you know does from what you've heard about Barbie is that would you ever go to that and he was like oh yeah, absolutely not I'm a hard Kiwi bloke blah 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 and I was like no nah, you gotta understand it's a film from what I, from from judging by your review it's a film for which people who hate Barbie or aren't into Barbie will also kind of enjoy and have a bit of fun is that fair Totally, and, and as I said, you can kind of embrace it on numerous different levels, and I, and I think everybody needs to remember that what happens in Barbie Land doesn't reflect all the time the real world. It's, <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's Barbie Land, so yeah. don't take it too personally. I mean, this, this whole week, you know, we're talking about these two films, and you mentioned before that it being the biggest, you know, one of the biggest weeks for cinema, and it has been. Both these films have done so well at the box office, whether you like it or hate it, it's absolutely fine, but it's yeah. really good for cinema. Cinema's the winner on the day, and it reminds me of you won't remember this because you're probably about eight years old, but in 1994, Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump were released within days of each other. Yeah. One went on to win the Best Picture at the Academy Awards. The other went on to become this cult classic, this landmark Hollywood film. Yeah. And we still debate to this day as to who should have won uh, Best Film, and I've been reflecting on that a little bit this week while 
while yeah. there's been all this drama about these two films being released. Oh, that's so good, though. Okay, well, let's talk about that second film. Let's have a listen to Oppenheimer. Theory will take you only so far. This is, of course, the story of Robert Oppenheimer. What is it? I am death, destroyer of worlds. That's the, yeah. the famous quote, isn't it? Uplifting quote. <laughs> <laughs> Last time you and I spoke about Christopher Nolan, we were talking about the film Tenant. And remember I said to you, hey, don't go into it and try and keep up with it. Don't try and understand it. Just enjoy it yeah. for what it is. Let it unfold. Because we know that Christopher Nolan loves to play with time. He loves non-linear stories. And in a way, that suits this story. Because it's not just, uh, biopic of um, biopic of Robert um, yeah. It's also the story of the creation of the atomic bomb. It's also a courtroom drama. It is a moral dilemma. It's a romance. It's it's um, it's a story about what happens when science meets politics. And I yeah. think he's done an incredible job of crafting the story. There's a lot of characters that need that are involved. He's kept it. It's very engaging for a three-hour film. You know that three hours doesn't drag yeah. he's done a really good job of keeping it moving when you watch it think about the music think about the soundtrack it, it exists the whole way through this film it never yeah. lets up and it works it just builds up this tension it works so well to build up this tension yeah. um, you know throughout the film and that's something that really struck me watching this film it's very well crafted but the the soundtrack is something which really um you know uh, had an impact on me it's a classy piece of storytelling yeah yeah oh fantastic yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going. I'm going this week to Oppenheimer. I bought tickets to go to IMAX as well. So, you know, because oh I wanted to be able to, f- okay, to feel it in my bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. If you had to pick one, who would you, who would your best film go to? Oh, gee, that's tough. Uh, they're both really good for different reasons, which yeah. I think I've sort of highlighted. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I suppose. Oppenheimer is a more classic, classy masterpiece. Yeah. So I and I think, mate. So I probably, if I had to give out an award today, <laughs> thinking about it for all of five seconds. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I'd go that way. But I tell you what, your Barbie yeah. Schwinn, Schwinn's fight production design. Yeah. 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 Okay. That sounds. That sounds good. That's a reluctant judge. <laughs> if ever there, if ever there were one, Francesca Rudkin, our film reviewer there. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.